The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. and welcome back to another episode of let's talk but no politics okay i am here today with chris chavez i did say your name right you did you did okay very good i try to i'm so bad with names so bad with names and he is the host of uh let me i'm gonna try and do the rundown here i did it for johnny (laughs) i did it for matt uh Chris and Anthony just can't stop. Yep. Harley Kayfabe. Yep. History Creeps. Yep. Um, I know I'm missing one. Do you do podcasters? Uh, I've been a guest on podcasters. Okay. I don't. I don't run on any of the games. All right. Uh, I have one. One of the newest ones was is uh, Silence Your Phones. That's the last silent, one. Silent. The movie one, and I was just looking at that too. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> so so it's good that we're talking about this topic of deaths from Oof. well it's not good but deaths that impacted you from movies or you know animated features or anything like that from when you were a child something that you saw and you were like what that's not good <laughs> <laughs> it's enough to affect your psyche in some way yes 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 um but before we started, I'm going to ask you two questions. Sure. And the first one is very simple. Um, when you talk about Gatorade, Kool-Aid, or popsicles, do you refer to them by the flavor or the color? Oh, that's a cool question. Uh, by the flavor. By the yeah, flavor. Oh, so grape, grape Kool-Aid, cherry popsicles, oh, strawberry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's different. I have, I mean, I'm, I, I'm aware of the other side, right? The, give me the red popsicle or, or the purple drink. Okay. Uh, <laughs> or, or, or as, as Sonny D made famous, right? Remember that commercial? Yes, I do. <laughs> Sunny got D. some purple stuff, Sunny Delight. Ooh, give me the Sunny Delight. Right. Sunny D, like the, the high sugar orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're just like, it's orange juice. It must be healthy. Let me get more mom. Oh, I don't, I don't think my mom bought that too often. No, same here. I was of the household where a lot of the name brand or certain things that were super popular that kids were always getting, always wanted it, but we never got it. Yeah, I was, I'm kind of in the same boat. I remember uh, doing Eat Sleep List with Matt Johnson mm-hmm. and for my number one cereal was Honey Nut Clusters because it was like the forbidden cereal. <laughs> because it was me and my brother and it came in a little tiny box and my mom told us it cost five dollars i have no idea how much honey nusters cost but it was like the forbidden cereal so it's always like number one on my list when i talk about cereals that's awesome that was lucky charms for me i always wanted lucky charms Uh-oh. always wanted to get those special lucky charm marshmallows and never got that i think we got oh. generic brand once and i was kind of happy with it but i was like these aren't the right shapes <laughs> that's how <laughs> how my kids feel now (laughs) (laughs) coming full circle yep and then uh the next one are you are you team crocs or team slides 
Oof, slides. 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 Yeah, I have to be slides. I mean, I get the appeal of Crocs. I just never, I, I, it's never been something that appealed to me. Do you know what I mean? And then, and then yeah. especially when they started making little accessories that you could poke into the holes of the, of the, of the Crocs, it was kind of like, okay, I'm glad I didn't jump on that bandwagon. Oh, okay. Cause I just converted to Crocs. Oh, really? What's so, what is, is it? Cause it, <sighs> I mean, it can't be. So is it that it's like cooler on your feet because it's aerated? Like, um, what is the, what's the draw to that? I did it because you have that strap in the back. Oh, okay. And like I said, I've, I've three kids and my youngest, my two youngest are 10 and eight. So they're still in that run around mode. My oldest is my daughter's 13. So she's in that slumpy teenager mode now where she doesn't do anything, but my <laughs> two youngest still want to run around and do things. And I noticed when I would wear slides and I, you know, try and run around with them, they always, if you hit it the wrong way in the front, they fold oh. back underneath. Oh yeah. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. And I didn't want Crocs. I think I sat in the shoe store for like ever, just wondering if I should buy these things. I put them on. I didn't put on the strap. I tried two different sizes. And then finally I was like, I'm going to do this. And I don't regret it. Are they com They're comfortable? Yeah, they're comfortable. Huh. I, I don't know. I've never tried them, but again, like I said, I remember when they started making these little accessories, these kind of little charms that you push into the holes and just kind of walk around with. Um, and I don't know if that, that was just a phase and it died out. I don't know if they still do it, but I remember just thinking to myself, yeah, I couldn't wear those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do the charms. I don't do the charms. <laughs> and then I realized I became a dad too, because like I looked at two different colors and I was like, the blue one is too bright. And... <laughs> I don't want to go black because that's going to absorb heat, but I don't want white. I want a nice. It's like I got like gray. I have gray Crocs. Oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> I went like super old man daddish on it. So that's awesome. All right. So now that I know you're a flavor and slide guy, <laughs> that's quite a title. Yes. I'm going to, my, my last guest, my very first guest I asked it to, he was a color slide guy. So ah. we're going to go. I can't wait to see all the combina combinations we can come up with. Nice. <clears throat> um, so what is the first, I guess, I, I hate saying it like that, but death that kind of impacted you as a oh. child? First, it's... If I have to say first, if we're going to try to go chronologically here, okay, it would have to be at least what I have on my list because I, we discussed this right before mm -hmm. uh, recording. You know, you told me what the the theme was, and I thought to myself, "All right, cool. Let me see what comes to mind." And I just wrote down the first five that came to mind. Didn't really think too hard because I'm assuming if it's coming to mind, it was impactful. Uh, but one of them on my list is Frosty the Snowman. Oh, do you remember? He doesn't, he dies. Like he melts when he goes into the greenhouse. Yeah. I didn't even, and I, like, I forgot about that uh, until I'm thinking of like, you don't think about it when you think about like, even when the holiday season comes around, I, I love to put that on all the old ones, you know, Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer, Santa Claus coming to town, all those awesome kind of animations. Uh, and even in the, in, even in the winter, until I sat down to put this down on a list, it never came to my mind that I'm putting on a cartoon where he's going to die. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so it's it's funny that it did come to mind, and I was like, wow, that's right, he did die. That's that's uh, it, it was it must have been impactful enough for me to think of how sad. And I remember being sad. I remember being sad that he melted away. That I didn't even I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I mean, we we watched the Frosty and Rudolph and all that stuff, but I didn't even think about Frosty. Just yeah, he just kind of like goes away and you're and as a kid right like you know how snow works so you know that when it gets heated it's gonna be gone so you're watching that happen and you're just like no this cannot be this cannot be i wonder if that's why i felt like like when i first saw olaf and frozen i had like a little <laughs> bit of like like i i liked them but i was like i'm not too sure about you so now that you mentioned that i, I think it's kind of in that same light interesting yeah that's i'm not gonna go cry we can go chronological but i think the first one is like one that like I, we talked earlier that like when i see it oh yeah i have a bad bad day like i'm just oh, I like get i don't want to do it um but the first one that came to mind other than that one was uh thomas J for my girl Hey, that's on my list too, dude. Is that it? is an intense one, man. Oh my goodness. When he goes and all he wants to do is find the mood ring and mm -hmm. the, he risks his life to find this thing and the bees just go at him. And oh. I did. And there's that horrifying feeling while it's happening. And you're a kid, so yeah. you understand that this is not going to be good. But I don't think I was expecting him to die. I got to be honest. I just remember thinking that this is bad. Like, this is bad. Ugh. Yeah, and the this I I figured, like you said, he was gonna be okay. You know, yeah. you get stung by bees, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my goodness, the, Thomas J is done. Yeah, and, and they almost foreshadow it in the movie too when they when Veda asks about the kid's coffin. Now that it's oh, all coming yeah. to my head. That's right. Oh, the funeral, dude. The funeral is the worst. And what she's all crying and just screaming. She was screaming something like he wants. I can't remember what it was. It was something like he wanted something. I can't remember. Oh, it's so heartbreaking, dude. It's so heartbreaking. Oh. And there were and all the kids were just so mean to Thomas J. But Veda was the only one. And then he died. Oh, yeah, that that was like a crushing one for me. And then it just goes on and kind of solidifies your fear in bees as a kid. Like you're just like, <laughs> do not sting me. Cause I don't know what'll happen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> My wife is allergic to bees. So like, I get oh. like, kind of like, I don't want a Thomas J moment whenever there's a yeah. bee around her. So I yeah, get, a, yeah. it's like, there's a bee. Come on, let's go inside. They didn't have the, uh, did, I mean, I, I can't remember back then. Did they have the, those pens, those EpiPens? If you were stung, you know what I mean? Like, did the kid have any medicine on him? What kind of parenting was that, that you didn't have your kid carry one with you? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, that was the 70s. It was placed in what, the 70s? Oh, that's right. It, it did take place earlier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they had anything like that. Yeah, because when I watch a movie, I'm very fixated on time. What time it takes place, like yeah the, the sandlot i actually had to like look up what year it took place because i needed to know i'm very 
I'm 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 a very weird movie watcher now. Dude, I was the same way for Napoleon Dynamite, okay? Like I'm oh. watching I'm watching how these kids are acting and how they're dressed, the trapper keepers, the whole thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're on the internet. I'm like, "What? What is happening here?" <laughs> I just remember watching like 80s movies like uh what is it? War games and stuff like oh, that and they yeah. use they use the internet for all that stuff and you're like wow this is amazing i can't wait to do this and that next thing you know you're just happy because you hear i got mail when you get like your first personal computer <laughs> yeah right no kidding <laughs> that in place sol- when you beat solitaire yeah. how awesome that was uh that's funny though i didn't remember his name was thomas j because for my list i just put macaulay culkin and my girl oh yeah it was tom yeah thomas j that was uh that was a very like impactful movie because i remember i remember wanting to watch it because dan Aykroyd was in it and macaulay culkin was in it so i was like if ray stands and kevin McAllister are in a movie <laughs> it can't be amazing yeah it can't be bad and, and then, then it, it crushed your soul yes yes <laughs> just <laughs> oh man um on my list so this one was impactful to me too and i gotta tell you i so for silence your phones we rewatched this movie to do a review of it um and so if you listen to that show you'll hear me and sean fritz the my co-host we'll discuss like a lot at the end of the show we'll talk about what we're going to do for the next move uh, the next episode so people can watch the movie if they'd like to before the next episode drops um and we always reference the fact that if we pick something from our childhood or something that we've always thought was good, you know, we, we're kind of wary because we're not sure if we're looking at it through rose colored glasses. So I remember going back to this one just most recently, this this movie. Uh, it was the never ending story. But oh. I'll tell you right now, the death of Artax, the horse is still impactful. I'm not kidding, dude. A grown adult. I'm watching this film and it, you know, it doesn't age well there are parts in it where you're just kind of like oh this is rough but that part <laughs> is the same it's it's i mean i had the lump in my throat i had the tears in my eyes and i just kept screaming artax no <laughs> it is like so heartbreaking to watch atreyu just lose his best friend in the in that pit of the 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 swamp of sorrow man it was oh it's heartbreaking yeah that that one's on my list too that was very impactful because never ending story was definitely one of my favorite films growing up mm-hmm. um and it just he he just stops and he just yeah. that's all it was was he just stops and he's he gave up dude and that was that's the sad thing he let the sorrow and it's so like um it's 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 a commentary right it's a commentary about depression like the idea is that the swamp is kind of like depression and when you just kind of give up and give in to the sorrow you just sink just, in it was so so like it blew me away and even to this day it's still unbelievably sad yeah it's that that still gets me i think that's one of the reasons why like i try and get my kids to watch a lot of stuff that i watched mm-hmm. and i'm wondering how that would impact them oh god (laughs) they're older they're older but you know yeah yeah it's still it's still they they don't like a lot of my movies it takes a lot for them to (laughs) okay they make fun of the special effects but that one would just definitely and it kind of kind of comes out of nowhere 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're not expecting it. And then all of the, because you know, this is his trusty horse. He's with him this whole time. And you're assuming this is what he's using to get to the end. This is how he's going to get to the princess. And no, not at all. And I couldn't believe how quick it happens too in the film. Like when I was rewatching, I was like, Holy crap, we're already here. I'm not emotionally ready. Like I didn't steal <laughs> myself for this yet. Yeah. That's, it comes up. It, I haven't watched a movie in years, but it's just, that whole movie, I think, is very impactful on a kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it called? The Thing? Mm-hmm. He, that, that part just scares the crap out of me. To this oh, yeah. day, I still get a little weary about that one. <laughs> but our tracks just, just listening to him cry and pull and cry yeah. and pull. and Oh, God. Yeah, that, I don't. It's rough. Yeah. Oh, this is getting kind of. I'm not gonna fall. <laughs> I'm not gonna sink into sadness right now. There I, you I, go. I probably will once I mention the other one. Um, oh. Mine is kind of Charlotte from Charlotte's Web. Oh, so I remember being sad when I was a kid hearing the story read as a book. Okay. I, I remember hearing it, and I remember. You know, she's talking to Wilbur and she's like, I'm going away. And he's like, well, where are you going? Are you going to come back? And she's like, no, not, not coming back. And then it it was, it was honestly a sad death, but then the babies pop out. Yeah. So then it gets a little bit, you know, a little bit happy, but still though, that was like his best friend, the only one that stuck by his side in every way. And then all of a sudden Charlotte's gone and he's got, I mean, he's got his friends, but you, you kind of lost your best friend in all of this. Right. And I think Charlotte also felt like a motherly figure. Do you know what I mean? Taught him lessons. And so he kind of looked up to her in that way. So overall, like the story itself, and it is kind of um, one of those things that teaches a child the, the, the cycle of life, you know, that your parents won't be around all the time, kind of, kind of prepares you for it. You don't really realize it until after, but man, like, I do remember being very sad as a kid being like, what do you mean? Why can't the, why can't the story, why can't the spider still be with him? Like, it, it was sad. It was, yeah, that, just the whole the whole last conversation just kind of just definitely got to me throughout the whole entire yeah the whole entire time she's she's the reason why wilbert was alive and everything else and just not even there anymore yeah oh that's right because they were ready to fatten him up to for dinner and it wasn't until she started doing those things to save his life yes oh god it's even worse now (laughs) (laughs) oh man um it's funny because the next two that i have the last two on my list are parental figures uh i'm gonna go with mufasa and lion king dude i i remember a little i was a little older older it wasn't like it shattered me but i still remember being like very sad and and just feeling the sadness when when uh little tim uh um uh what's simba. the heck's his name now simba well, i was gonna say timba i'm not missing missing up uh timon and simba uh when simba is like just crying and and you know and first of all you see the horror of his, his dad just dropping and that in and of itself you're just like oh this isn't gonna be good 
right? And he goes down there and his dad's just kind of talking to him for his last few breaths and then he loses him and just, oh, it's just so heartbreaking, dude. Even as an adult, you can still watch that and really feel at it. Yeah, that was, I think what, not only the death, you know, he goes over to him and he's trying to wake him up, but then yeah. Scar, Scar oh. just putting all the blame on him. Oh. All the blame, just that. I, The death hit me, but I think knowing that he just straight lied to Simba and put all that burden onto him. The guilt. That, yes, that just got me. I think that got me a little bit more than the death. Yeah. Yeah, it's a that's that's one that is I think is considered an impactful one for sure. Yeah. Uh, especially, I mean, D- Disney does have a when they do these kinds of stories has quite a great way of really building a lot of character development in such a short amount of time at the beginning of the movies because they put that whole thing about how proud his father is of his birth and then how he you know teaches him and raises him and then that when they have that kind of heart to heart talk and tells him to look over the land and tells him this is your kingdom you know this this idea it's it's such a bonding and fulfilling moment that when he does lose his dad it feels like it's that much more impactful you know um I don't know. I feel like they do such a good job at that kind of thing. Like, like if you think of um, up, you know, that was much later. Oh. We were older for that, but in just what, like three or four minutes time, they literally obliterate your heart in that film. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> watching that for the first time. Oh, uh, my kids were young. and I, We used to do Sunday dinners at my dad's house and he was like, Hey, we're going to put on up for the kids. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be great. I was like, I can't wait to watch this. And then, you know, they're going through and they're doing everything. And then, you know, they try to have a baby and Mm -hmm. nothing happens. And then all of a sudden she's dead. And I'm like, yeah, um, please tell me this is going to get better. And it did. (laughs) It did, but right, I remember thinking the same thing. Like, how can this be a kids' movie? What's happening right now? Oh, they, they, Disney can get you good. I remember in Frozen watching it, and you know, you get the parents, and the parents are you know so loving and caring, and the kids love them and everything else, and then all of a sudden, it's like, yep, they're dead in a shipwreck, and I'm like. Yeah, not good. No. Uh, where do we? Is it? Oh, um, I'm gonna go with another parental figure as well. In Littlefoot's mom from the land. Oh, you! Time. That was my last one too, dude. Oh, was mom it? Long oh, neck. Oh my goodness. Oh no! This is another one where you're just like, oh. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's like, again, kind of, it's not really like the Charlotte. Well, again, it is kind of like the Charlotte thing. Like, well, she dies protecting the baby, but like, you know, it's one of these things where they build up that kind of story at the beginning, the nurturing thing. He's looking up to his mother. He's she's taking care of him. Uh, and it's not until like this danger comes in, that's threatening the life of the child where she sacrifices herself. And there's that moment where there, she's just talking to him and letting him know, you know, it's going to be okay. And he's going to be strong and he'll be okay. I I just couldn't, it's, it's too much, dude. That is another one. I feel like that's another one that if I go back and watch today, it's still going to hit me the way Artex does. 
Oh yeah, that I think that would hit. I think it would hit me harder because I'm a parent now, so I like. Yeah. I I get why she did it and everything else and the whole fight and that's another one too where she's just laying there and he just yeah it it gets me when they're laying there dying. I don't want to yeah. sound crazy, but I would almost rather them have them the character come up to find their parent dead than right. for them to be like, come on, get up. And the parents talking to him and give him the last words of wisdom and everything else. Oh. And you're just like, no, this is not good. I don't it, like this. <laughs> it does feel more traumatic because it feels yeah. like it's drawn out and you have to watch them die instead of just kind of coming upon it. Yeah. I, that doesn't. Yeah. I <laughs> that was, and then Pizza Hut made it so happy with little puppets and everything else. <laughs> it's yeah, not I mean, it is, it is kind of like up though in that it gets better and there's that story of friendship and perseverance and then being there for each other mm-hmm. and, you know, making the trek. But man, oof, it's rough. It, not the mother. I was kind of, I watched, what did I watch? The Crudes. I don't know. If I don't you, think I've ever seen that. Okay, it's. I think if you just, it's one of those. It's an animated movie. It came out. Oh my goodness! How many years ago? I almost want to say. Ten years ago. I don't know. Oh wow. Um. I'm trying to think. Yeah, maybe no. I think 2011, 2012, I want to say, somewhere around then. Oh, was it a caveman thing? Yes. I remember the like the poster or maybe a commercial for it. Now that you say it like that, the Croods, R-O-O, or a crew, C-R-O-O-D-S. Yes. I yes. see it in my head. Yeah, there's a part in there where uh, the earth is separating. Oh. And at first, Nicolas Cage voices the father. And like, I like Nicolas Cage as an actor, but I think Nicolas Cage is plays every character almost as Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but in this one, it was probably other than, oh, what movie was that? The Weatherman, where I see like N- Nicolas Cage get kind of emotional. Mm. I've never seen Leaving Las Vegas, so I can't really... And, you know, they're trying to get over and he stays back. And I almost felt like that was another little foot, like little foot mom's moment type deal going on. But it, it they get together and everything's fine at the end. So, but spoiler, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it, it, it gets you because it's one of those movies where they got to make a make a truck through this. The world is changing and all this stuff like that. Man, you know what you brought to memory? And it wasn't a movie, but did you ever watch the Dinosaurs TV show? Yes. Bro, you ever see the last episode? Is that where... It is like the most... It it doesn't feel like they should ever have ended it that way. It's such a sad ending, but it's where they're just literally around the table awaiting the comet, the asteroid. They just know it's coming. Oh, that's the worst, dude. Like, what? What? Yeah, couldn't couldn't they just cancel that? 
or just kind of end it with like okay and, and it's like the camera kind of pulls away and lets them go about their day like we just kind of pull away from their lives now you know what i mean i wonder if that's i don't know like, why you have to ugh. i wonder if that's where the uh creator of the sopranos got their ending where just leave it with like the, the <laughs> ultimate cliffhanger going on there but you know yeah, what's right. gonna happen to that one <laughs> yeah exactly well there's a lot of people that say they know what happened to, to tony right yeah yeah we'll see i guess that's how you take it i'm actually it's funny you brought up sopranos i'm I'm starting i've only seen the first three or four seasons and then i wa- uh i was watching it when it was showing and then i watched the last one to see what happened uh, but I've never watched it all the way through. I'm just going to start that undertaking here in the next couple of weeks, start watching it one after the other. Okay. Cause uh, actually the episode before this is uh, I did with me and my friend uh, Sopranos retrospective. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I, I saw it was on Hulu and it, they had like free HBO on Hulu and I just had to finish watching it. Nice. So, I sat there. Uh, I pretty much ignored my family. I'm not going to lie. In some aspects. <laughs> there were some aspects where I had headphones on. I still, you know, I, I do all the cooking in my house and everything. Um, and so there was times where I had like headphones on and my phone propped up against something while I was cooking just so I could finish watching all this. So That's for, amazing. For about a week or so, um, I was a pretty horrible parent and husband, but <laughs> I had to finish it because I'm not paying for HBO. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, I'll have to listen to that episode when I'm done. Yeah, it's, we definitely do talk about a lot of the different things. Uh, I have two more. Um, Let's get them. I hear them. Rufio. Oh, dude, that's right. That's a rough one, man. Rufio. He was such a cool, like, I remember being a kid just thinking of how cool he was. Like, I want to be like Rufio, dude. And then, yeah, he just come make it. The first time you see him, and he's got the skateboard, and he's coming through. They give him the cool, you know, entrance thing. And Rufio, Rufio, Rufio. Yeah. Oh. And he's got one. I think the best line in the movie when he's got Captain Hook and he pins down his sword and he's like, looky, looky, I got hooky. And then, yeah. 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 He gets stabbed, right? I think, wasn't he get stabbed? Yes. yes. Uh, I just remember the dying thing. I remember him looking at, at uh, Robin Williams, like, I wish I had a dad or something like that. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is too much, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was not... Not good at all. I no, just... but he is a cool character, dude. I forgot about the the skateboard stuff too. But that, oh, I remember just loving, loving this version of Peter Pan story. It's a lot of people hate it. Like I, I watched it a lot as a kid. Um, I rediscovered it. I actually watched it with my kids. Oh, what they think? They liked it. They liked it, and I liked it too because, um. I've told this to a lot of people when it comes to watching movies, we can, as an adult, like you said, we could watch them. We, we can put on rose colored glasses sometimes. And then sometimes we'll completely decimate something. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Just decimate it. But I found out as a parent, other than them asking me a question every five seconds or 
like they've done tons of times um, or talking through things. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> those are my, those are my only two cons, but my one biggest pro is absolutely made me love watching movies again is watching them watch a movie. Yeah, I'm sure dude. Um, a lot of people hate the last Jedi. I watched it with my youngest son. Who's my kind of like my only star Wars fan in the house. Mm-hmm. I watched it with him. He, his eyes were wide open, mouth wide open the whole entire time. So I was like this, I, I like this because yeah. he liked it. And a lot of people get down on me when I'm like, it wasn't that bad other than maybe this one part, you know, a couple right. of parts. And they're like, no, it's horrible. And I'm like, you got to watch it. much. Yeah. You, you got to have a kid to watch the movie. I watched another, I watched The Force Awakens in the movie theater with my daughter. And it was the second time I saw it. And I watched her more than I watched the movie. I mean, I already knew what was going to happen, but if you, I think if you watch them, it's pretty amazing. And you can get a better, you know, perspective on everything going on. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's the one thing. And I'm going to go, uh, definitely final number one. Uh, I don't even want to say it. Uh I, I, when this, when this, I watch this movie and this stuff happens. Uh, it's definitely one of those. I'm not crying. You're crying moments. And Who's cutting onions. <laughs> yes. It's allergies. Before you get into it, dude, you don't have any cooking to do tonight. Do you? I mean, this isn't going to like debilitate you and send you right to bed. for the rest of the No, day. no, no, no. I get, I, my kids will, <laughs> my kids will pick me up in some way. <laughs> nice. They're good at that. Um, and I actually own the movie and I've, and I actually, I got my kids to watch it and I've had to watch it repeatedly. It was one of the repeat movies when they were younger, mm-hmm. but the Transformers, the movie, the animated yeah. one, oh. I can't even say it cause it's so horrible. Optimus dude. Prime dying. Dude, I know what you mean. That is, I feel, I feel like people of our generational kind of, uh, age range this is one that truly affects you because you grow up watching transformers right and you you have your favorite characters bumblebee's a cool character you know Soundwave's a cool you know jazz these are great characters uh megatron an amazing villain starscream right but prime was always not just a leader he always felt like a fatherly figure yes so you watch your dad die basically a sad sad death with everybody just and who knew right like it's it's a cartoon and you're right it's you watch it later it still affects you oh my goodness actually my youngest son i'll catch a tear coming down i'm like and i'm like it's 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 devastating it's it's horrible as i was talking about it all i could think about was um daniel doing the prime you can't die yeah and i'm like you can't do it it's just it's just horrible and yeah i was a kid like why just just get him a new energon cube get him something (laughs) (laughs) you should be able to save him right 
I got I got mad at Hot Rod for a little bit, like you know, just. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that. Were you were you did you jump on Hot Rod? Where you're like, all right, I guess this is our new leader. You know what I mean? No, I was an Ultra Magnus kid. I, nice. I, I was an Ultra Magnus kid. Actually, that was one of the things is I I like Stranger Things. Yeah. And I like got upset in a way because they're. I feel like they're very historically accurate within the eighties, but uh-huh. I think this one was the last one set place in 84. And if you watch it, this is, I, I've turned into like a freak with this stuff, but <laughs> if you watch it, you're going to laugh at me, I think, or you're going to be like, okay. Um, if you watch it, when the, all the toys come out of the closet at Dustin when he first comes back home. There's an Ultra Magnus. Ultra oh, Magnus. and there shouldn't be. Ultra Magnus didn't come out until 85, 86 after amazing, the movie. Dude. So I, I picked that up, and that was like my kids told me to shut up because my daughter does watch that with me. <laughs> she was like, can you You're just like, be quiet? This never would have happened. This is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, no. <laughs> But I've yeah, noticed I, stuff like that too. And I have been one of these people that when I know the time frame of uh, something's taking place and it looks off to me, I go and look it up immediately. I'm like, Nope, wasn't released okay. yet. That should not be on there. This, ve- yeah. this make and model of this vehicle was not around in this year. This is not correct. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm not <laughs> the only one. I need my, I, I don't know much about like the sixties or the seventies, but when it comes to eighties or nineties, like I need that historical correctness. Like I watched, what did, it was years ago, but um, I used to watch a lot of YouTube at work because I did computer work. So, mm-hmm. like, I would have my phone and it would help me break my eyes from the computer. And I had a cool boss, obviously, like I told you with the list. Um, he didn't mind. And I remember watching it. I think it was like Watch Mojo or something or one of those things. And they talked about Optimus Prime's death. And they were like, and he hands over the Matrix to Hot Rod. And I'm thinking to myself, he didn't hand it to Hot Rod. He <laughs> handed it to Ultra Magnus. That's you got to be right, man. It's got to be accurate. If you're gonna if you're gonna discuss this, you better know what you're talking about. Yeah. So that was that was probably my thing. There was one that I did find because I did like look up a couple of things because I couldn't remember names. Um, is I guess there's one show or one movie called Watership Down with some bunnies and there's it's an animated feature for kids and there's 63 deaths of rabbits throughout the whole entire movie what the f- that is crazy <laughs> what yeah yeah i've never seen it um it looks like a way freakier version of the secret of nymph wow yeah that was that, that was, I think that was the one that I saw where I was like, I'm really glad I did not see this as a child. <laughs> no kidding, right? Oh, yeah, that would have been intense, <laughs> especially if you're one of these kids that's just like, What's your favorite animal? Rabbits. I, that's why I'm watching this movie, it's got a bunch of rabbits in it. Oh, you don't want to watch <laughs> this one. God. No, I think uh, you're right, though. I think the ultimate, I think you're right to end on the one you did, man. Optimus is always going to be that one that. It's it's almost going to be harder to find another representation of of the death of a character that impacts you as a child. That's that one. I feel like is just the ultimate. Yeah, it's he's 
Um, even if you, I do have it planned. I don't know whether it's going to come out before or after this one, but I, I'm going to do something on Peter Collett because I think that's like, mm. like my warm and fuzzy voice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say, like yeah. I feel feel like a kid again in a way. I remember I mean, the first in the first Transformers live action movie when he comes down and you hear the Peter Collett voice. It has to yes. be Peter Collett as Optimus Prime, and you hear it. I, I I get a tear then. I'm a huge Optimus Prime fan, and I I don't I don't care what people say. Optimus Prime is like my guy, dude. I remember watching it and hearing and feeling the goosebumps because he was back. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he was, it was such an impactful death to us in our childhood that to, to have that experience as an adult in the theater, like literally, I feel like every, again, people from a specific generation felt this, like we felt this kind because in real life, you know, people, you lose people, they don't come back. So yes. when we hear this voice and even though it doesn't look like him, it's, it's the man, it's, it's him. Cause you can hear mm-hmm. it. We all felt it, dude. I remember just goosebumps up and down my arms and this warm feeling of just like, Oh, you're back. And the, and the Optimus prime death. I don't know if you've ever watched GI Joe, the animated movie. I'm guessing not the movie. No, no. Oh my no. goodness. No, no. Oh, I just watched it on 4th of July. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, that is that is a very good movie, but there is a part. Uh, I don't know if you mind like a little bit of spoiler or something going not on. No, no, okay. I'll check it. Uh, there's a part. You remember Sepentor? Were you a G.I. Joe oh, kid? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Sepentor makes like the little staff snake thing. Yep. And he throws it at Duke. And it hits Duke. And Duke was actually supposed to die in that movie, but they just put him in a coma. Oh. And they and they did it, I hear, because of the f- backlash they got from Optimus Prime dying. Wow. I mean Wow. That see that's impactful, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. What a, what, a, like, what a I, testament, right? What a testament to the character for, for it to have that kind of impact that Pete, they're like, you know what? We do not want to have another, you know, set of kids ready to jump off roofs. Let's not kill <laughs> off another lovable character. Okay. Yeah. I would have, I don't think I would have, I wasn't that into Duke. So I wouldn't like, he wasn't like my favorite Joe. So I don't think I would have mind it. I think the only person that if they would have killed off, say, 80s wise is if they would have went after he-man i w- and he-man no. and optimus prime gone i would have been like done oh, done done i don't <laughs> I, I just don't want to read anything watch anything yeah. play video games i don't want to do anything but yeah i get you well thank you for being on the show today dude this was my pleasure i really had a good time uh i I can't wait to get if if you're up for it i'd love to have you on one of my shows for sure because i have a lot of stuff we could talk about knowing you know your interests and what you're what you're into for sure oh yeah i'm uh i'm i'm all over (laughs) when it comes to this it's the whole reason why i started this uh the the podcast in the first place i was i was gonna do sports and then i was like i talk about sports i I, I talk about you know football 
And I was like, but what else do I like? And I, and I thought to myself, um, I like everything. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of everything. I like knowing people. And I think the number one thing, like it's in the title, I just want to leave out is absolute politics. And that's exactly, that's it. I think politics. No, I'm, I'm with oh. you, dude. I love it. And that's, that's why I do it. I want to touch on movies, toys, video games, everything. And I, and I want to do it in a twist where it impacts me either in my daily life now or impact me and impacted me as a part of growing up because mm-hmm. I'm an eighties, nineties kid. And that's, those were the best times in my book, two best decades. Nobody can change my mind. I'm with you, man. I'm totally with you. Thank you so much for having me, man. I had a total, total blast. All right. Thank you. And with that, I'll give you guys the lovely Truman Show ending. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night. talking and what is it for well i'm here to let you know that my name's anthony and i'm the host of the vinyl divers podcast at the bicbp network on vinyl divers i like to break down my favorite albums listen to vinyl and most importantly talk music whether it be a classic rock album one week and then a deep dive into some punk history the next one thing that's certain is we're always going to have a good time so hit subscribe dim the lights and let's get diving.